When you hear the term alert, what is your first response? Danger, maybe? Maybe a possible threat down the road? But at the very least, a problem could be coming on the horizon. I'm convinced that the age and time frame in which we live is totally misunderstood. The Bible teaches that yet you do not know the least thing about what may happen in your life tomorrow, what is secure in your life. You are merely a vapor, like a puff of smoke or a wisp of steam from a cooking pot that is visible for a little while and then vanishes into the air. That's James chapter 4, verse 14. Hello, everyone. I'm Neil Parks. Welcome and God bless each and every one of you, wherever you may be listening from, to the broadcast about keeping our lamp full. The finite mind is flawed and easily duped, you might say, into thinking 70 to 80 years is an eternity. 2,000 years ago, Israel was caught by surprise when the Lord arrived, and nothing has changed in 2,000 years later. The alertness is missing today as well. Now, I've said this before, but I think it needs to be restated and said again. Those who run out of gas or oil, if you will, in their cars or in their lives— are the people who refuse to heed warning signs of God in His Word. The invitation of salvation comes through faith in Jesus Christ. Those who don't purchase fuel are those who don't think they need it, at least at the moment, anyway. Enter the five foolish virgins and the lamp oil. Fools don't think that they need it. The mindset, you can't see it happening, so don't worry about it. It reminds me of Eve in the garden when she was listening to the snake. Surely you won't die. Now Jesus told us that he would come at a time when we did not expect him. That's Matthew twenty-four forty-four. Apparently, our Lord's coming will be at a rather peaceful time when there will be no indications of trouble ahead. This is the way it was in the days of Noah. Don't be lulled into a false sense of security. He will come at a time when it seems that we are doing just fine. But the coming of our Lord will be sudden and unexpected. When he does come, all chances of changing our course have been forfeited at that time. The coming of our Lord ends our opportunity to turn to him in faith, if you haven't already, and it seals our doom. Now is the time for whoever is calling themselves a follower of Jesus Christ to seek him with all their hearts, soul, and mind. Now is the time to immerse yourselves in Him and His Word, 
and take up your cross and follow him. You know there is a cost. Matthew 10 verse 38 says, And when he who does not take his cross, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come, and follow me, believing in me, he's saying, conforming to my example in living, if need be, suffering or perhaps dying because of faith in me, he is not worthy of me. Now his plan is expressed in Ephesians 2, 7 through 10. I'm going to read from the message translation. Verse 7, Now God has us where he wants us, with all the time in this world and the next to shower grace and kindness upon us in Christ Jesus. Saving is all his idea and all his work. Big word here, all his work. All we do is trust in him enough to let him do it. It's God's gift from start to finish. We don't play the major role. If we did, we'd probably go around bragging that we'd done the whole thing, wouldn't we? No, we neither make nor save ourselves. God does both, the making and the saving. He creates each of us by Christ Jesus, to join him in the work he does, the good work he has gotten ready for us to do, and work we had better be doing. Now, we are image bearers of God, lamp vessels to be used, and that's our heart. Is our heart empty, or is our heart full? Now, look what uh, uh, the old... Testament uh, minor prophet Zechariah has to say in verse uh, chapter 4, verses 1 through 6 and 8 and 9. Zechariah is talking about uh, this golden lampstand and olive trees. In verse 4 it says, And the angel who was speaking with me came back and awakened me like a man who is awakened out of his sleep. He said to me, What do you see? And I said, I see and behold a lampstand all of gold with its bowl for oil on the top of it and its seven lamps on it with seven spouts belonging to each of the lamps which are on top of it. In verse 3, And there were two olive trees by it, one on the right side of the bowl and the other on its left side, supplying it continuously with oil. So I asked the angel who was speaking with me, What are these, my lord? Then the angel, in verse 5, who was speaking with me, answered me, do you not know what these are? And I said, No, my Lord. Then he said to me, This continuous supply of oil is the word of the Lord. To Zerubbabel, he's speaking this to Zerubbabel, the prince of Judah, saying, 
not by might, nor by power, but by my Spirit, of whom the oil is a symbol, says the Lord of hosts. Also the word of the Lord came to me, saying, in verse 9, The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this house, and his hands will finish it. Now, folks, you see something here. There is an inescapable appointment waiting for all of us. In Hebrews in Hebrews 9, verse 27, we are appointed once to die and then judgment. But we are here on earth with the purpose to be used and to glorify our Creator and His plan for His return. We must, therefore, be prepared now and from now on by acknowledging our sin, our helplessness, our need for salvation, and by trusting in the death burial, and resurrection of Jesus in our place. Now, God wants us to know for certain that we are saved. He wants us to be fully assured that our sins are forgiven and that we have a salvation that is certain. As we wrap up this episode today, I have a question If you are one of those ten virgins waiting for the groom, how does your lamp look right this minute? Would you be wise and have your lamp full and extra oil with you as well? Or would you be foolish begging for oil at the last minute? I would submit to you, as you listen to this podcast, that you can be ready right this moment. If you'll concede and surrender to Jesus Christ with all of your heart and being and begin to follow him, this is a heart condition. He wants all of it right now. Well, I hope to catch up with you next time. And we'll keep jumping into this wise and foolishness that Matthew 25, 1 through 13 talks about with these virgins. And by the way, if you have friends or relatives that come to mind, email or text them this podcast. And as you listen, please invite them. And comments are always welcome as well. At this address, fill the lamp at yahoo.com. That's all one word. Fill the lamp at yahoo.com. Let me pray with you. Lord Jesus, I just pray right now for each and every person that is listening here today to this podcast. I just lift them up to you, Lord, as this prayer goes right into the throne room of heaven. Father God, I just pray that wherever they're at in their life, that they 
would come to understand that you have created them for a purpose and that they need you, Lord. You're the one, you're the creator, you're the potter, and they're the clay. So, Father, I just lift them up to you. Whatever they might be going through in life, I pray right now that as they seek you, you would speak to them and give them wisdom and knowledge of who you are and what their purpose is. And I do this in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. I'm Neil Parks. Until next time.